Hello and welcome to the The Wonderful Experience. So glad you are here. Just drop in some comments if you're out there, want to see you, want to hear you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So the The Wonderful Experience is a journey of discovery to who we are destined to be or what we are destined to do. It is a process of transformation from the inside out. We are here to have fun, inform, inspire, and engage. Yes, so hopefully you can hear me okay. Pastor Phil, are you there? Yes, I am here. Awesome, awesome. So glad to have you here with us. Thank you for letting <laughs> me be a part. So I want to read your bio, just a dynamic, oh. awesome man of God. <laughs> so Pastor Phil Galindo is a prolific speaker and worship leader out of Dallas. He serves as a student pastor for the Potter's House North Dallas under Pastor Cheryl Brady. He's been there for eight years, sharing a message of hope and inspiration through both his dynamic speaking and his music ministry. Before moving to the North Dallas campus, Phil also led worship for the Potter's House of Dallas Spanish ministry under Bishop T.D. Jakes. Phil is no stranger to ministry in any capacity. Due to his upbringing in his grandfather's church, it was those years of serving and learning that prepared him both to serve alongside Bishop Jakes and Pastor Brady, as well as open doors for speaking and musical engagements at the Orange Conference, TBN, Daystar, and the like. Now, Pastor Phil, I love just your professional bio, but tell us about the man. Tell us about the husband, the father. Tell us about that feel. Oh, man. I don't know if you want to know that. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, like like what was written, uh, I got a lot of uh, who I am and who I've become from a lot of great men that God has placed in my life, my father. Uh, first and foremost, um, you know, he he showed me what it was like to to work for what you get and work for what you have to love and appreciate your family and to, um, you know, just I learned that from him. I learned um, also ministry from my grandfather. I saw I had a front row seat um, to man, one amazing individual and I saw him preach jump to the guitar and sing and then i saw him run to the restroom to fix whatever was happening inside the restroom uh he was like the jack of all trades and he wasn't the type of person well i'm a pastor i don't need to do this he he did it all right and so i got a front row seat in that and uh so that's i just kind of grabbed a lot of those different things and I am who I am, and uh, you know I have a, an amazing wife, Stormy, um, and uh, I don't two Stormy. kids. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I have two kids. I just ha I have a daughter who graduated this past year, um, high school, 
And uh, then I have a, a little boy who is six years old, who is going into the first grade. So one just exiting the whole school thing and going to college. And now I have one that's just starting his journey. So yeah, that's, that's me. That is awesome. And listen, um, met Lexi, you know, what was that 2013 and just saw her mature and develop into this beautiful young woman um was there when stormy was pregnant and you guys birthed this wonderful full of energy super smart young man and listen he just warms my heart every time i see him um, you know, at the time I didn't have grandchildren, um, and then they weren't here in, in Dallas until uh, Malik was born, but I digressed. Um, Evan <laughs> just warms my heart. Oh my goodness. And, and I just, every time I see him, I just feel like, come here. How are you? High five, buddy. How's it going? And, and um, just love the energy that he brings. And, and so I know that um, he's probably, you know, a version of you when you were that age. So um, you can never get mad at him because <laughs> you did that to your mother. <laughs> I, I've heard that. I've heard that from several people back home. <laughs> No, I just think, um, you know, especially with Father's Day being tomorrow, you know, happy Father's Day to you and all the fathers that are out there listening. Um, I think you're an amazing father, a wonderful husband. Um, so now we've talked about the man, right? Let's talk about the musician. So how many instruments do you play? Oh, wow. How many can I play well or how many can I play, period? So <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let me just start out with uh, what I started out with. I started playing drums and I was probably like five or six at my grandfather's church and uh, learned how to play drums. And then I have a younger brother who is uh, four years younger than I am. And he got to about the age, you know, five or six, and I got booted off the drums because he actually was better than me. Uh, I won't tell that to him, to his face, but he did get, he did get better than me. And so I learned how to play the bass. Um, and I played that for a couple of years. And then I tried to play the guitar and I play a little bit of the guitar. Uh, but I think I'm most comfortable and confident playing piano. Um, I went to college and, and uh, studied music. It's what actually brought me to Dallas. Um, and so I've been playing music is big is a big part of my life. Um, like I said, I uh, mentioned earlier, my grandfather played um, guitar. My dad plays guitar. He plays bass. Um, and so we are a very musically inclined family. I got it from both sides of, you know, my mom and my dad. And so um, I have cousins that are, uh, you know, professional musicians, um, you know, singers. And, and we just were kind of like we get together and it's like, OK, you played this, you play that, you sing this, you sing that. And, and family re reunions, there's a never a dull moment. Um, when it comes to music, because it's just like everybody's just passing guitar to people to people. And and so, yeah, you know, we we are, are a very musically inclined family. So I can play all those. But, you know, if I have to play drums, only if it's like a 
dire need, then then I'll jump on. But I'm going to be very basic, very simple, no extraness. Just I'm going to keep it in the pocket. (laughs) I want to say, and and I I did offer my condolences at the time, but I want to say it again. Please accept my condolences for the loss of your grandfather. Um, I did view his homegoing celebration and it was remarkable just to see the legacy that he's built for you guys, your family, just your closeness, your bond, and how you all can come together and not just come together, but come together and worship God. Like that was amazing to see and, you know, make sure that you continue to tell your story. And, and just like with today being Juneteenth, it is now a national holiday and it's a celebration and it's a time for us to remember right where we came from in order to understand where we're going and so i want people to know today that you are free Um, yes that was a time of slavery but sometimes we may feel stuck and and i'm here to tell you you are unstuck right you are free and um the the wonderful experience is about finding that journey your purpose in life and as you do that you cultivate these legacies you cultivate these moments that you can build with your family and friends and share and reflect and celebrate so i had to throw that plug in there for juneteenth (laughs) thank you for that but um just really love the fact that your grandfather built this legacy and here you are again the man right raising up your children in that same philosophy under those same guidance under the same god um serving right and then the musician you're taking those talents and you're using that in the church again and um you also teach piano right do you give piano lessons or did you give piano lessons yeah yeah i do i was giving piano lessons pre-covid and uh, when covid hit you know we everything was shut down so we, we weren't having people come over and doing all of that stuff and you know um and so right now we're we i'm still not giving piano lessons just because you know um you know i just feel like you know whenever the time comes and the people come you know we'll we'll revisit that but for now um you know just trying to keep our environment safe you know not you know and and just do what we can do to you know to really stop this the spread of this virus and you know so that's that's where i'm at but i'm definitely uh have been giving piano lessons well we surely understand that and respect that but um yeah this this needs to hurry up and be done with so that um you can get back to what you truly love and so now i want to do a shameless plug because not only do you play these different instruments and even though you may think you're not (laughs) as good as you would want to be i think it's phenomenal but of course i'm not um musically inclined i wasn't gifted that way (laughs) (laughs) but you also sing just a little bit yeah i've actually been singing longer than i've been playing and that was a um again just something that 
kind of came not not natural but it was something that you know i saw everyone doing and growing up in the church you know we grew times are different so we had you know testimony service do you have a special song and even in the spanish uh culture i don't know um of any other culture but um we would have like the all the youth would come or all the kids would come and they would make them all sing a special song and then they would have all the men come and sing a special song. all the ladies come to a special song so um singing was just something that our church did like um you know a lot and so i didn't really you know it came kind of natural but then um you know i kind of put it to the side and really focused on just playing music uh played behind um one of my cousins who was our worship leader at the church and uh oddly enough his family decided that they were going to move on from the ministry and my grandpa looks at me and says, all right, are you ready? <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, 15, 16 years old. And I'm like, ready for what? <laughs> He's like, Look, I mean, you know, ready to leave work. You know, you've watched and you've learned and, you know, let's, you know, you're it. Tag, you're it. And um, man, it, it, it was a, a challenge to kind of jump from a person that wants to be in the background to a person that's now like in the forefront and uh, it was a it was a challenge but it was learning uh for me and uh yeah so all of that to say you know all those gifts and all those talents that god has placed within me um has really opened some doors to do some incredible things and and i'm not you know i'm not name dropping or anything like that but um been able to sing with with people that um i really looked up to like that um you know that i would hold their uh their cds right and i'm like oh you know this is amazing i would listen to them and you know then i was actually singing with them like you know and it was just incredible and, and some of the stages and some of the platforms that god has has allowed me to to be a part of is um is incredible to look back at and um you know i just gotta say this that um i think the greatest gift that we each and every one of us have is the gift of being available like the greatest uh, ability is availability. And I say that because sometimes, um, you know, we make excuses and we say, nah, you know, I, I can't do that. I'm not good enough for that, you know. Um, but, you know, you never know unless you go, unless you try. And so, you know, say that to encourage someone, man, you might feel like, you know, I'm the least of these, but um, we serve an amazing God who is, um, you know, takes what we have, what little we have, and he can make it much. And so don't ever uh, say that you're not good enough because you got it. You got it. So, that is yeah. Yeah, I love And in fact, my shirt said, I don't know if you can see it, but it says, I am enough. <laughs> uh -huh. Absolutely. And, um, so just thank you for those words. And <clears throat> and I know serving with you in Firehouse at the North Dallas campus, um, mm -hmm. we have kind of adapted our own theme song. And <laughs> uh, and I, I just want the listeners to hear just a sample of it. You, know, you don't have to sing the whole song, but, you know, a couple of bars <laughs> <laughs> of our theme song. And guys, once you hear it, you're going to know the name of it. But go ahead and, and just give us a couple of bars. <laughs> so it's our theme song. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. This is how I fight my battles. 
Yes. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I wasn't ready. <laughs> I didn't do my warm ups. You know, I, I was never like classically trained to like, you know, when people I've seen people in the back, uh, like a green room or whatever, and they're like doing all these me, 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 right? All these things. And I'm like, what you doing? I'm getting ready. Okay. Cool. No ready. You know? no. My ready is service starts. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Um, so. Huh. <clears throat> it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. And this is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm telling you, every time you sing that, we, the servant leaders, the students, even some of the staff just turn up whenever we hear you singing that song. So that is unofficially, officially our theme song. <laughs> but I think there's so much truth to that. Um, and you alluded to it earlier with my grandfather. Um, you know, what can you do in those moments? Mm -hmm. you know, what can you do when you feel like, um, man, just in, in a place where you could probably, you, you mentally and physically are, are, are drained and, um, you know, you don't know what to do, you know, and, and so we go back to kind of what my grandfather taught us is this is how we fight our battles. It's, it, it's in worship, uh, um, you know, connecting with God where, you know, you're saying to yourself, like, God, you know how I feel, you know, what's my heart is broken. You know that, um, you know, my mind is wandering and, you know, this is what's happening in my life, but this is what I choose to do. Right. Um, and so, you know, there's so much truth to it. And that's why I love singing that song and, and that song being, um, you know, unofficially our anthem, because, you know, it may look like we're surrounded by many obstacles and trials and tribulations, but you know, this is what we're going to be doing. And this is until God says he makes a way, you know, this is how we're going to fight our battles by worship. So, so listen, guys, y'all, now y'all see why, <laughs> right? Right now you see why the man, the musician, the minister, he went right into ministry. <laughs> and, and that was going to be my last question. Like, when did you know? you would be a minister when did you know that um you know you would have this platform you probably were already ministering and just didn't have the platform but when did you know you would be the minister well um as 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 far as i can remember to be honest with you i remember hearing a story of um my grandfather was holding me as a baby and um, a, I, I don't know who it was, but they had a, a, a guest speaker, guest minister. And he told my grandfather 
that that little baby that you have in your hand is going to help you. Mm. Um, it's going to be with you and it's going to be your right hand person. Right. And, um, you know, I remember hearing those stories um, and then, you know, people coming to our church and um, kind of saying, you know, hey, you know, God has a purpose for you. God has a plan for you. You know, God is going to do this and God is going to do. So um, actually, I mean, to be honest with you, it, pretty much all my life um, now hearing about it is one thing. But stepping into it or even believing it is a totally complete different thing like it took me a long time uh, to really accept like this is who God called me to be mm -hmm. um, never thought that I would be associated with the brand the potter's house now that is just the added um, blessing that God um, just put in my lap and how it all happened it was just it had to be God right and so um, but yeah I, I've known all my life and um you know, have just been uh, in this process of learning. And, and you know, uh, one of the things that I really had to learn early on was that there's this thing called um, comparison mm. where we want to sound like so-and-so. We want to play music like so-and-so. We want to preach like so-and-so. And so we, we, we get to where we start to compare ourselves and, and, you know, I don't sound like Stephen Furtick. I don't preach like Mike Todd. I don't preach like Pastor Brady or Bishop. Um, and so um, it was, I was probably like 20 years old. And I grew, um, again, I grew up playing music, um, but in the Spanish uh, culture, we had this, this pie. He was a, to me, he was a pioneer in, in praise and worship music as we knew it. Right. Um, we were all singing hymnals out of hymn books. Right. Um, in Spanish, they're called Imnarios de Gloria. Right. And so, um, you know, we have these books in the in the seats and we were singing out of those um, until about, you know, I don't know, like 1992, three, four, five, somewhere around there. Um, but his name is Marcus Witt. Right. And uh, so we listened to his music. We uh, played a lot of his music in our church um, and he really affected um, the music culture as it, you know, as it contains to Spanish ministry. And so um, about 20 years old and I'm like, man, well, you know, I don't sound like him. I don't play like him. Um, and, and really got the, for probably for the first time in my life, I heard God um, speak to me plain and clear. Mm -hmm. um, and he said, I didn't call you to be Marcus Witt. If I wanted another Marcus Witt, I would have created another Marcus Witt. But I create I created you to be you. And then he took me to this scripture where it says that we are uniquely and wonderfully made, which tells me like I don't have to sound like anybody. All he really is requiring of me is to be me. <laughs> uh, so that that was the difficult part. It reminded me of it. Did you watch the movie Ray? I did. Charles, okay, right. And so early on, uh, Ray Charles would imitate these different artists, uh, Nat King Cole, uh, mm -hmm. to name one of them. And so um, whenever he started to do his own music, I remember hearing um, the uh, the recording engineer saying, he sounds like too much like Nat King Cole. Um, and so that reminded me of that part where, you know, we, in myself, we try to be 
so-and-so or we try to do this like so-and-so we try to sound like so-and-so or we try to mimic or imitate so-and-so and and really what god wants us to use is our voice yes our gifts our talents um and just like your shirt i love your shirt i am enough you're whatever god has placed on the inside of you if you'll just give him you know your fish and your loaves he can take it he can multiply it he can use it to feed um he can feed him he can feed the people come on preacher all right. <laughs> if you want to tithe, amen. It is offering time. Right. Then you tithe to Allison, Field, and Lindo. Right. Listen, so what is your favorite? I know there are a lot of scriptures out there, but what is your favorite scripture? And then tell us why. Well, um, it would have to be Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you, declares the Lord. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And the reason why that's so, um, that has been my favorite for forever, it seems like, um, because I was in a place in my life where um, fear was trying to make me a prisoner. Mm. Um, you know, and even now with um, the last several months of our world, you know, fear was at an all time, you know, high of, you know, just playing with people's thoughts and minds and fear was trying to, to take people as prisoner. Yes. Um, but um, that scripture really encouraged me when I was younger and it continues to encourage me that, you know, fear not because God is with me. And he, you know, um, there's several scriptures that, that really, um, make that that scripture uh, even more profound um you know that god is with me that no matter where i go god is with me and no matter what challenge that i may face god is with me even if that was just the scripture god is with you then that would be enough for us to continue to move forward and and continue to to trust him and believe him because he's with us yes like he's not like some far off creature where you know we don't have any interaction or any connection or any contact no he's with us right and so that to me like really um solidifies any fear like i don't have to fear because i'm not alone god is with me and if he's with me he's more than the world against me so let's move forward and so that is my all-time absolute uh number one scripture hallelujah come on now. <laughs> i think you done set some more people free <laughs> so we didn't talked about the man mm -hmm. the musician the minister uh -huh. Woo! triple threat right you are so blessed and I, I just love your humble spirit now with june being men's health month right um what are you doing or what do you do for downtime how what's your leisure time look like how do you take care of feel okay um so uh what i do uh i like to to run i don't run as fast as i used to run but i like to go for jogs uh in our neighborhood we have some you know different trails that lead to different places and so i like to do that um but my all-time favorite thing to do to kind of step away from everything is this four letter word that probably my wife despises at this point um it's golf 
<laughs> I love to play golf. Now, am I Tiger Woods? Absolutely not. But I love just the the competitiveness. I love that I don't have to run after I hit this ball. Like I, I still play softball now every now and again, still try to play basketball, but you know, it's gotta be half court. It's none of this running up and down the court. Now I think I can't do that. So uh, I love just the, the uh, environment it's outdoors, you know, hitting the ball, trying to make it in, you know, that type of stuff, the competitiveness uh, and the challenge, because it's not anything that I learned how to do. Um, growing up um, and so it's there's a challenge there and I love challenges and so I just you know <laughs> so that golf that is hilarious you made <laughs> me think about um, my son and and you're probably four or five years older than he is mm -hmm. but I remember when he was in high school playing baseball mm -hmm. He said, Mom, I hit home runs so I don't have to run around the bases. <laughs> yes. I love it. Absolutely. I don't know how much running he's doing now, but uh, uh, I hollered. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> so, Pastor Phil, I thank you for coming on. I thank you for sharing just your knowledge and dropping some wisdom on us and setting us free and, you know, just talking about um, the legacy that your grandfather has left, the legacy that you're building for your children. Um, I do want to encourage the men with it being men's um, health month, the month of June and, you know, May was mental health month. Um, I just encourage, encourage our men to take care of themselves. We want you to be around for your children, for your wives, for your families uh, for a long, long, long time. So find something that you love doing and commit to doing it. Carve out the time to do it. Do not let just i know everything is opening back up and like our our pastor brady spoke on a couple of weeks ago you know reset to rebuild right we don't want to jump back into just the the chaotic busyness of before the pandemic you know just kind of reevaluate what's important like your health <laughs> mm -hmm. and really really take the time to just relax yeah and enjoy life enjoy the moments that you have with your family and and don't get caught up in just the everyday busyness just relax take time out mentally and physically because we want you around for a long time and so i challenge the men to do that but i also want my women to do the same thing um personal health is very important and and you want to just take that time for yourself Absolutely. And can I say this? Yes. If you're, if you're seeing something or you're noticing something's wrong, go get it checked, fellas, ladies, yes. you know, because you never know what it could be. And if, if it's caught early, a lot of times the success rate is a lot higher. Um, and, and don't think that, oh, um, it, it may or may not go away. Don't chance it. Don't, you know, don't. Uh, I say that because my father, um, you, you know this, Mr. Wanda, but my father had a, a stroke. Uh, in 2018, which, you know, affected the left side of his, of his body. And, you know, um, and then just kind of, you know, hearing stories and things, you know, um, 
you know, and where he is now and, and, the, and the challenge that he's faced with now, you know, all of that could have been avoided had he just taken the medication that he needed to take and that were prescribed to him. And so, you know, I just want to say that to, to not scare anybody, but to um, hopefully encourage you to, you know, to take your health um, because you only get one body here on earth. Now, I know we're looking for the, the, the by and by, you know, the, the, the new body that we're going to get. But until then, you know, take care of the one that we have, because the Bible says that our, this is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Right. <laughs> and so we've got to take care of it with with all that we have, um, just like you said, so we can be around for our family um, for years to come. So. Yes. So again, the the wonderful experience. We're here to have fun, but we're also here to inform and to engage. And so thank you for that information, Pastor Phil. And let the listeners know um, your social media handles or how they can connect with you. Yeah. All right. So um, on Instagram, you can uh, search at Phil underscore Galindo. And that's on Instagram. Um, Facebook, you can look. I think it's uh, Philip Galindo. Uh, and then I do have a website, philgalindo.com, which I, a lot of people don't know that it's out there uh, because of me. I'm my biggest. <laughs> uh, I don't share that a lot, but, you know, I'm out there. Um, I have some some videos out there um, up, you know, so, you know, and, and some uh, soon to be teased, you know, you know, it's all going to be on the website. So. That's how you can connect with me. I'd love to hear um, from whoever. And uh, so, yeah. Awesome. Philip Galindo, <laughs> my brother from another mother. Uh-huh. I love you, Pastor Phil. Thank you for coming on. Um, one last thing before we um, wrap up is I always want to do some affirmations. And so I have three affirmations. Three, <laughs> three affirmations, um, and just repeat after me. Right. I am wonderful. I am wonderful. I am powerful. I am powerful. And I am grateful. And I am grateful. <laughs> Super grateful. And see when you say that, okay. your hands are open to receive. Hallelujah. Well, listen, Pastor Phil, again, I thank you so much for coming on. And, um, I'll see everybody next month. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. DeWanda. Thank you.